Good evening. How are you all doing tonight? Huh? Are you sure? Okay. I, I don't know why you decided to use one room, but thank you for that praise and worship time. Awesome. I see people standing all over. It's a long night, you know. So, so those who are standing, I don't know how you intend to do it. If you see someone go to the bathroom, just sit there, I think. Are you ready for the word tonight? Are you sure? Daniel chapter 1. Let's lay a foundation. We've got two days for this. Daniel chapter number one. I know what God wants to do this weekend is simple. Please listen to me so that you're not just excited with the word. This is what God wants to do. Dreams and interpretation of dreams. Those abilities will be given to you this weekend. I thought someone would really say amen. But That's what's going to happen. That's what I'm preaching about. So what I need to write in you is a code. So we came here on Tuesday and wrote the code about uh, prayer. Men ought to pray and not to faint. But now we're going to write a code about tapping into spiritual stuff. When the body is knocked out, how to be active in the realm of the spirit. I understand that when quotes like these are written, not everybody received the software. I understand that you may already have software that blocks that out and keeps rejecting it. But for those who would understand it, they will have ability to dream and to interpret it. Someone said to me before, oh, Pastor, I, I know you don't believe in dreams. I said, why? Just because I said your life should not be led by dreams, does that mean I don't believe in it? God reveals things to people. It takes them into the realm of the spirit. But when it becomes meaningless, one minute you were in Buckingham Palace and another minute you were under the banana tree. He's narrating all these things to me. Say, oh, what does that mean? Nothing. I don't get it. What are, you, what are you talking about? So, and what happens in scripture is once we begin to dig deep into someone that carries that ability, what happens to us is if your mind is open, if you are not one of those who hear the word and walk out to do just what you want, because I know 70% of churches, those who hear the word and go out to do what they want and wonder, why is the word not working for me? Because you're working against the word. It is the word. Dreams and ability to interpret. That's why God established this weekend. So are you ready? Are you sure you're ready? Come on now, Spark Nation, talk to me. Let's start from Daniel chapter 1. Tonight, I hope to get to the four guys, the four living creatures as well. And begin to compare these four guys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and the four living creatures before the throne of God. Because whatever those guys see in the spirit, these four will see in the flesh. When the king was writing, or when the magicians of the king were speaking, they said the guys who are able to interpret these kind of dreams, they don't live among men. Mm. They are not here. 
They don't dwell among men. It is he who dwells in the secret place. So when you find the four living creatures, the Bible tells us because there are still men before the throne. Are you sure you are ready for the word? There are still men before the throne. As long as Christ is there, it represents men. So we're going to have to go to the rock. Then we'll go to all these places. I don't know if you're ready for this journey tonight. Let's start from Daniel chapter 1. From verse 1 is important. And if we get there tonight, we get there. If not, we'll continue tomorrow night. And then Pastor Bakari will come and do Friday and Saturday. Go for it. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord delivered Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand, along with some of the articles from the temple of God. These he carried off to the temple of his God so, in Babylonia. So, listen to this now. I need you to follow me tonight. So now, a war happens, and the king comes to God's house, plunders the house of God, and took all the sacred articles. These are vessels. He took all the vessels in God's house, and the Bible says it was God that allowed him, God delivered Jehoiakim into the hand of this king. It was God who gave the foreign king victory against his own king. It was God behind the victory of the world. It was God behind the victory of the Babylonian king. It was God. And God, these articles are so serious that they, that they are so consecrated that nobody should touch it. But God allowed all these articles to be moved from the church and he moved them into the world. I want you to follow this story very well. So this tabernacle was the church. That's why, where they go to worship God. That's their own sacred place. And in the secure place in the church, because you need to understand that in those days, there was no separation between the church and the state. The church was the state. God's rulership ruled the country. There was no United States Army and God's Army. United States Army in court now was God's Army. It was a nation with its own military. So imagine when they go to church, it is soldiers that goes to church. They worship there. But because the king was not correct, God delivered him into the hand of the other king, and this king took it to Babylonia. Babylon, rather. It took God's article. It took the church into Babylon and assimilated the church into Babylon. Are you with me tonight? Everything that was church is now into Babylon and when Daniel got there, 
We're going to read it soon. They changed its name to Babylon's name. They also attempted to change its food. But he refused that one. He didn't refuse the name. He refused the food. Stay with me tonight. Because you can't change the food even if you are in Babylon. The food still has to be correct. But the name can change. So the king named them another name. And now they are in Babylon. And they wore clothes like them so much so that if you have seen Daniel, you would not have known that he was from Israel. That he was from the church. You would not know it. Now we thought that God delivered the king of his people into the hand of a foreign king because of the king's sin. Because the king is not correct, isn't it? But no. God needed this mountain to blend. God's system of change is blending. Of course, the kingdom of God is as if a woman should take a yeast and have a large amount of flour and add it into the flour and stir it until the yeast influences you are the salt of the earth. So it says you've got to put the salt in and it's got to blend but the influence is in the blending. The influence is not in the standing alone. How useless is a salt when it does not blend with your steel? Are you listening to me tonight? So God allowed these guys to be taken to Babylon. Read on, sir. These he carried off to the temple of his God. God allowed, I want you to listen to this. God allowed his sacred things to be carried to the temple of Nebuchadnezzar's God. For a moment, the sacred things of God will bow to the sacred things of men. For a moment, the things that God has consecrated will bow to the things that men consecrated. It is consecrate against consecrate. For you resonate against flesh and blood. The front can be HSBC, whom you work for, but it is consecration to a cause. Are you listening to me now? So in Babylon, you can change your name, but don't change your food. In Babylon, they can change your name, but don't change your food because the moment the food changes, the thinking changes. I'll use the guys on the streets as an example. They say they're serving food. Body. So people ate the word for the development of their spirit because that's what we thought. If you feed your spirit, you'll grow. And I thought it and it's good. No, but the food it gives you in your generation is to shape this body. Have you ever wondered why Babylon wanted to change their diet? Because Babylon understand that food can form the body, the thinking of a person can be shaped by the food that they eat. 
Go to the scientists or doctors, they will tell you your blood flow, your thinking because of the food. It is the body. And I can stay with that all night, guys. That what happened to the church is that we got in court spiritually fed, but our body was not shaped. The word Paul used for building up is most only faith. Faith is seen in works, not in the mind. Building up your most only faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keeping yourselves in the love of God. Are you sure you're ready for tonight? Though? And so now, I've told you about the body, why it will not eat their food. So he said, give me water and beans. If you give me those two things, I'll be fine. And the guy said, you know, the king is going to see what your body looks like. You're not going to look like others. If I don't fit you right, your body will not come out right. And the king does not employ anyone with blemish on their body. I taught you this before. I don't want you to ever forget this. When Babylon is recruiting, it's looking for the best of Zion. Yes, there must be no blemish. You see those shopping mall, the kind of girls they employ must be seductive. Because the body is their attraction into the spirit. Babylon does not look for the worst. Did, did we read what the king required of them? Go and listen to the soundcloud, but let's read it quickly, Pastor, quickly. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, to do what? chief of the court officials, to bring into the king's service some of the Israelites from he the royal family. Him, he ordered them to bring into the king's service Please listen to this. Some, not all. Babylon does not just say, oh, I've caught all these Christians now. I will make all of them serve me. Babylon does not do that. All these people parading on the street saying, Satan is after me. It's not. It doesn't look for just anybody. It is some. It doesn't come after you until you've grown in Zion. And you have all this attitude and features that he's about to talk about. Talk to me. To bring into the king's service Ooh. some of the Israelites uh -huh. from the royal family. Number one. Huh? They must be from the royal family because he understands bloodline. Babylon understands bloodline. It doesn't look for everybody. It's looking for those who are from Zion's royal family because he understands that royalty is a blood thing. If God is going to use you, it changes your family line first. Don't sit with your mom and keep listening to nonsense. He said, from those who are from the royal family uh -huh. and the nobility. And what? Nobility. They are also from nobility. Look, even if you want to make yourself useful for the devil, these two things must first happen. 
Let's say you want for the for you to be qualified for him. This is Babylon talking. He said, I don't need just anybody. I don't need all these Christians on the street. He said, give me people from royalty and nobility. Uh-huh. Young men without yes. any physical defect. Huh? Young men. Everybody. Talk to me now, guys. Young people. Call them men or women, doesn't matter. Young men without any physical deformity. Look at Satan's qualification. Handsome. Handsome. Showing up. I, I need that in another in message. Handsome. Then showing aptitude for every kind of learning. What is a woman's qualification, a normal woman's qualification to start chasing a guy? It looks like he's making money. It looks like he has everything you want. And at that point, you become one pence. Because you're not necessarily asking him for money. But read on, let me forget that for now. Young men without any physical defect. No physical defect. Handsome. Uh -huh. Showing aptitude for every kind of learning. Wait. It's showing aptitude for every different kind of learning. I'm taking you on a journey tonight. Everything. So this is Satan's qualification. So let's first debunk. That Satan is just on the street looking for just anybody. No, he's got to get somebody in order to get everybody. Once he has somebody, he can get the rest. The rest are cheap. So the king goes to Babylon and selects. Said, this is going to be my requirement for those who will enter the king's service. God does not ask for less. What does the message Bible say, please? Quick. The king told Ashpenaz, head of the palace staff, to get some Israelites from the royal family and nobility. Yeah. Young men who were healthy and handsome. They have to be young. It's a requirement. In order to enter the king's service, age must be on their side. Uh-huh. Young men who were healthy and Actually, handsome. Actually, I think I was looking for Amplified. Quickly, please, so that we can move past this day. Including some from the royal family and from the nobles. Yeah. Young men without blemish and handsome in appearance. Yeah. Skillful in all wisdom. They must be skillful in all wisdom. This is Babylon's requirement. So that's why when you, you have to go through job interview, right? Talk to me now, Spanish. And they asked you all manner of questions. Everything. They looked at your appearance. Everything. Okay, go on, please. Skillful in all wisdom, mm -hmm. endowed with intelligence, and discernment and quick to understand yeah. co competent to stand in the presence of the king and able to serve in the king's 
palace. Can we then ask a question tonight? Those aunties or uncles that you know that say Satan is chasing them, do they fit any of these qualifications? So Satan is probably not chasing. See, it's just, an auntie told me in, 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 in 87, he said, it's just after my destiny. I said, you are 65. What destiny are you going to manifest that you haven't? What are you going to be now? You're not going to be woo. I said, it's not Satan. It can be his structure. But let's move past this tonight. Quickly, please. Go back past Dami. Quickly. He was to teach them the language and literature of the Babylonians. And they learned it. Did you hear what I just said? Yes, sir. It taught them the language and the literature of the Babylonians and they learned that. Yes, because they needed to know that. The church does, does not know enough language and literature, you've got to know their literature of the Babylonians. Are you listening to me tonight? I, I, can we define literature? Because we know language. You guys know language. You can say, I learned one today. It's called my postie. I know you won't know Genevieve, so don't do that. Say, uh -huh. You won't know. You're, you're cool. You know what postie means. You know what posting means? They said, hope he knows. The post office guy who delivers credit card. Oh, so I beat most of you to that. Oh, wow. This church is really changing. You guys are nice people. So, by the way, that's not Babylon's language. That's ends. <laughs> it doesn't work in real Babylon. So don't say, I know Babylonian language. No, th those are rubbish words. It doesn't get you HSBC. That's street stuff. It's not Babylon. You've not, if you know all that, you've not entered Babylon. You, may, you might have entered Nebuchad, um, um, Nazareth, but not Babylon. Literature. The definition of literature. What is it? A knowledge of the world. Acquaintance. With so it taught them. This is Zion, you know. This is the church. You remember how they moved, right? It taught them the language and it taught them the knowledge of the Babylonian world. Talk to me. Acquaintance with letters or books. Comprehending knowledge of the ancient languages, classical history, grammar. Where I wanted to go with that is the classical history. So look at what Daniel was going through. He was learning everything about the world, their literature, their language, their history. I, I, I discovered why Christians are not blessed, which is come to try to make money from Babylon. Yes. 
But we're not going to make money from Babylon because we don't understand Babylon's literature. And Daniel will enter into the realm of interpreting dreams, not for the church, for Babylon. For the end of, Babi for the end of Babylon, Daniel will interpret his dream because he understands the history of nations. So when I talk to you about interpreting dreams, there is no dream without past. We will soon get to the dreams of Daniel. There was a past and because Daniel understood their literature, he can speak the language of Babylon in a way Babylon will understand. We speak solution. But the problem is we speak it in heavenly language. Spark a solution. But it is spoken in heavenly language. So Babylon does not understand it. Even though it is solution. Are you listening to me tonight? So if we are going to interpret the night the king was troubled. If we're going to speak the language he speaks, God takes us through lectures. But who is going to lecture us? The magicians of Babylon. They are enchanters. They are diviners. But I want you to remember that before this would happen to Daniel, Daniel had already proposed in his heart. So, for Daniel, there was no compromise. It's not like, oh, I wanted to, but the girl swept me off my feet and I'm now eating the food of Babylon because it was served to me cheap. No, Daniel, had, or, instead for God to allow you to trip, it won't give you access to Babylon. Access to Babylon is God's blessing. I told one of your guys, the reason why you didn't win is simple. And you can't prosper because God knew that you won't do well with it. He knows you cannot handle fame or prosperity. Any money above 5K, you can't handle it. So he loves you, he won't give you. Imagine singing it. And you know my hand is almost, he said, I can't give you. So he says, stop, if you watch, look at his behavior. Just watch. A man who vanishes from everything called structure. God will not bless such man. Daniel, in the house of slavery, says structure for himself. And he could interpret dreams and enigma because of structure. It started with the structure of accountability to the other three cherubims. I mean, the other three guys. Go and read Ezekiel. When you get home, you will know who Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is. You will understand that they were not just guys thrown in the fire. Contrary to what they needed to get into the fire because that's where they live. Read on, bro. The king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine uh -huh. from the king's table. Yeah. They were to be trained for three years. They were going to do uni for three years. Hmm. It was going to train them. 
but their union was specific is to enter the king's service every union is to enter his service every union isn't that why they say oh, if you want a good job go union right that's what they tell us isn't it it was to train them for how long when Jesus took Peter and the 12 disciples it was with them for three years three years and the remaining six months was for us to prepare him from the, for the cross after three years they entered into apprenticeship or he trained them for the king's service for three years and six months so the system was never Babylon's it was God's we're going to come to Peter tonight guys whatever let me just give you a key that whatever I decide to do I must have trained for it for three years at least so we've got to ask people this business plan and all that you've got how long did you train for it no I was sleeping yesterday and it just came to my mind that if I get 5k now you failed already my friend read on sir and after that they were to enter the king's service yep. among those who were chosen were some from Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Yep. The chief official gave them new names. Yep. To Daniel, the name Belteshazzar. Yep. To Hananiah, Shadrach. Mm. To Mishael, Meshach. By the way, watch your neighbor, make sure you're not sleeping. Men sleep more in service than ladies. It's unbelievable. Well, go on, sir. And to Azariah, Abednego. So ladies, well done. You guys are awesome. I think 30% of men are doing this. <laughs> Let's go home, man. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself. Daniel resolved not to defile himself. Not the name. Name is external. It is food, that which comes on to the inside. He decided not to defile himself. So um, the anti-defilement comes from the inside. Nobody can say to me, it is just that sin that overpowers me. No, it's a resolve of the heart. It's a resolve of your structure. He proposed, another translation said, but Daniel proposed in his heart. So don't tell me about your physical, physical attitude. He knows your heart that there is no resolve there. But Daniel proposed in his heart not to defile himself. Uh -huh. With the royal food and wine. Uh -huh. And he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself this way. Now, now, God had caused the official to show favor and compassion. From there, let's jump to chapter 2. So we've seen the foundation of Daniel's life. The foundation is his decision not to defile himself. He's in Babylon now, and Babylon has all manner of food. But he's proposed in his heart 
I'm not going to define myself because I know why I'm here. I'm not going to define myself because I know the assignment here. And I also understand how it starts. I told you yesterday night on Periscope, you'll never see Daniel convert the magicians. Do a prayer meeting for them? No, but it saved their lives. This is where I learned about salvation from. Because on the day they were going to destroy them, Daniel was the one that spared their life salvation without preaching. Ask a normal Christian in court to define salvation to you today. It is the singing of songs and saying, I love Jesus. That's what they call salvation. Well, go on, please. In the second year of his reign, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams. His mind was troubled and he could not sleep. So the king summoned the magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers. These are the people who built the economy. He didn't call the bankers. Because if it is capitalism or socialism, the things upon which the world runs, is the idea of one man first, interpreted by many economists. So it doesn't need the Wall, the wall Street because they are just interpreters. They interpret capitalism and socialism and all of these things and bring it to a world for slaves. So you don't know those things, you just follow. Our leaders or parents were against white nation. They don't know those things. They just follow. And it is their assignment to win your soul. That's what is called soul winning in their kingdom. They have to make you do what subjects them. And if you don't do that, then you are not on the right path. They say, be careful. No, it is them that should be careful because you are living a dream that was interpreted by somebody else. There cannot be a kingdom without economy. The economy of the kingdom is giving. Giving is not just giving money away. It's the creation of a divine economy within the realm of men. So if men will really give, they will sacrifice So from socialism to the Marxists and all these guys, it was the dream of a guy. It was a guy whose heart was troubled and he started to write about capitalism. And the Wall Street or whoever would take these things and begin to interpret it. And the moment men submit to it, they become the slave of the dream So Martin Luther King could not do it. But he said, I have a dream. I just don't have interpreters. So he was running the street looking for those who will interpret this dream. And it, even he does not know how deep I have a dream is. 
But you can interpret that tonight because I told you it will give you dreams and ability to interpret them. It does not give dreams to Zionists. He gives it to Babylonians. But the interpretation belongs to men who do not dwell among men. You didn't hear me now. How good and pleasant it is for brothers to dwell or to live together in a place called unity. Unity is a location. In a place called unity, it is like the oil upon the head of Aaron. It flows down to the beard, the collection of human, all the way to the color and then to the garment. Interpretation of dreams. That's the way for us to... Let me tell you another thing about giving. Giving is the interpretation of dream right away. If a PT stands and says, this is what we're going to do, those who enhance it to be done the next day, interpreted. I need you to understand this tonight. That those who are the givers there, bring it to flesh. Money is flesh. You flesh what is seen. In the realm of the spirit. Read on, please. You know, you know, listen, if you're a person of the spirit, you know you can see doubt. It's looking at one of your sisters that have been here for a long time. She's committed, but she has doubt. You can be in a thing for eight years and not fully believe. And you'll be stalked. You'll be stuck because you have doubt, but you are very committed. You work hard. But you're not sure, but you are doing it. Listen, it's not going to work. It's too deep for that. And you don't even need to doubt just the system. You don't need to doubt the vision. You just need to doubt the system by which you want to get there. Once that doubt is there, you are not going anywhere. Well, let's talk tonight. Let's talk. Are you ready for a talk tonight? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, pastor, talk to me. So the king summoned the magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers. He just called on interpreters. Said, I need this interpretation now. I want to know what is going on in my own heart. My heart is troubled, but Nebuchadnezzar's heart, you will soon see how his riches, his heart is the world. It's structure because when Daniel was speaking, he said there is nowhere that you don't reach. So this is why it is easy for us to take a nation because the nation is in a person. If you get that person, you get the nation. You didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. God is gradually working you. You know, all the giving in this house, let me tell you something, point blank. It's just working us to have access to certain person. Forget about all those things you're talking about. Given, it shall be given unto you. No, no, no. All our collective giving 
because I've understood it, is to project until I sit in front of a man and say, aha, now I catch you. It took us 14 years to get there, but it and money. But in one day, when you get there, you just took a whole nation. It took slavery, three years of training. The church, the church got lost in transition. They got halfway. And they thought, wait a minute, if we don't quickly use all this money to quickly buy a property now, we may not have a future. You don't need a property. You need the guy who has all the property. If you get to him, listen to me, Spark Nation. If you get to him, you get to everything in horns. You are not there yet, but you are not far. I gave you an example. How many years will it take us to get together 30 heads of business? You know how long people have been doing charity? Filling forms. Applying for five pounds. Fund my program. Now, when you go to the police nation and they say to them, you can interpret what they are trying to do, they call other nations and say, you come talk to them now. Easy peasy, as you would say. It's just walk in. But you see, it is not just walk in. It's cost money. Some people have taken loans out, whatever they've taken to get to that place that day. Are you listening to me, please? It's taking stakeholders, a lot of push and sacrifice to get to where you need to get to and speak on behalf of a nation. The, listen, the leadership we met here, they are not powerful. Forget all the MBE stuff. It's called rubbing shoulders with power and having no influence, most of them. It means nothing. And you've got to do what they couldn't do. They got ordinary. They got afraid. They wanted to quickly build a future. You can't do that. If you do it, your children will suffer it again and it will be the next generation again and the next generation. One generation has to say enough. Already those of you who are above 25, it's already almost late. Because your mind is already bastardized. Bastardized mind. Armored, bruised, destroyed, chewed up. And in case you don't know, if it were left to God, he's looking to kill you. According to the Old Testament. No, no, no. But there are some of you who have entered that service younger than that. You entered the service and you entered it fully. So you are elders in that service. Because God will always keep a Joshua and a Caleb. But it won't be more than a Joshua and a Caleb. 
And I tell you what that means. He preserved Joshua and Caleb, but Joshua will always be the leader of Caleb. You've got to quickly understand that if you want to be Joshua, and you're already past 25, he just said, I was even going to kill you anyway. Better be Caleb. Read on. Let me leave that for tomorrow. So the king summoned the magicians. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean also the older da 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 da. No, no, no. I just said, if you've entered the king's service before then, then you are a Caleb and Joshua. So even if you are 80, there's still a Caleb at 80. So we understand that, right? Speak to me, Pastor. So the king summoned the magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers to tell him what he had dreamed. When they came in and stood before the king, he said to them, I have had a dream that troubles me. Let's skip that. So he told him, I, I have a dream. It troubles me. Because I can't, I don't know what it is anymore and I don't know who to interpret it for me. No matter how good the word looks, those who rule it will have trouble. It will not be trouble of money, so we won't have money to give them. It will be trouble of dreams. Before a person becomes a king or a president, he has every dreams in his heart. It is the passion of that dream that got him there. He gets there and realizes, I cannot interpret this. I've tried to do it, but I don't know what to do. And he will call on the magician, people that can perform wonders. But look at what happened to them. Skip to what happened to them quickly. The astrologers answered the king, there is no one on earth who can do what the king asks. The astronomers, remember these guys are not just ordinary guys. They tap into powers. They've looked at the earthly realm and said, we cannot, we cannot, we, we, our Wi-Fi cannot, cannot connect anyone here. Well, nobody's Wi-Fi can pick this. Because what the finals do to know what you ate yesterday is to connect the spirit in you. Those who they tell what food they ate yesterday, they are possessed as well with devils. So when devils and devils see, they can tell what you did yesterday because it is that devil that is in control of what you are doing. So he knows. So the guy is standing like he's from God and is contacting the demon in you. Say, wow, it came to pass. No, demons and demons just communicated because everything you're doing was run by that demon. So he can go around the congregation and pick you because the same demon working with him works with you. And you were probably getting amused. They were laughing. So the demon says, what I want is control. The prophet says, what I want is money. It all ends in money. Go and check it. Because the person you tell that to will now begin to throw all his livelihood to the altar. It's a bargain. Sin is a trade. It's a vision for you and the next thing is money. Demons just communicated. They are bouncing on your head and laughing. 
Talk to me, please. No king, however great and mighty, has ever asked such a thing of any magician or enchanter or astrologer. Uh -huh. What the king asks is too difficult. Yep. No one can reveal it to the king except the gods, and they do not live among humans. They didn't lie. It said there's nobody that can interpret this except gods, and they don't live among humans. They live in unity. They live at the presence of God. It is not human to be unified. It is not human. So if you are demonstrating that trait, you are only human and that's fine for you. It doesn't matter what you have now, you will still not have. Babylon will take it back. You will get to a level of dreams that you will not be able to interpret. No wonder Jesus was praying for them in John 17 and he just prayed for their unity that they may be one because that's the only way they will interpret the vision of the whole earth. So they don't live among humans. These guys are not normal. The way they think, the way they live together, it is four of them. These guys pray all the time. They spend their time with a strange God whose structure we don't even know. Said if anyone is going to interpret this, it's got to be those set of people. Talk to me. This made the king so angry and furious that he ordered the execution of all the wise men. Jump to when they came to Daniel now, please. When Arioch, the commander of the king's guard, had gone out to put to death the wise men of Babylon, Daniel spoke to him with wisdom and tact. He asked the king's officer, why did the king issue such a harsh decree? Ariok then explained the matter to Daniel. At this, Daniel went to the king and asked for time so that he might interpret the dream for him. Then Daniel returned to his house and explained the matter to his friends, Hananiah, Michelle and Azariah, he urged them to plead for mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery so that he and his friends might not be executed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. During the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven and said, Praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are his. He changes times and seasons. He deposes kings and raises up others. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals the deep and hidden things. It's a praise the God of heavens. Because that's where this guy comes from. Now, we're going to get into Revelation in a moment, but I'm thinking, should I go to Revelation tonight or should I stay with the rock? At the same time, I'm angry because I was told that there are 15 boys downstairs looking for one of the guys here. And I want to tell them to God Almighty, don't call police, let the guys come if I don't kill everybody tonight.
So let me stay with the rock. Let me just stay with what I should stay with. He changes times and seasons. He deposes kings and raises up others. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. I don't mean literally kill. I will ask them to turn on each other and pluck each other's throats out. And to God, if it doesn't happen, I'm not called. Let me hear the word to calm me down. He knows what lies in darkness and light dwells with him. I thank and praise you, God of my ancestors. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we asked of you. You have made known to us the dream of the king. Then Daniel went to Arioch, whom the king appointed to execute the wise men of Babylon, and said to him, Do not execute the wise men of Babylon. So Daniel saves all the wise men of Babylon. Yes, sir. Because it dwells in a place that is not human. It's going to, in a moment, because the interpretation is where we're going to tonight. Is going to in a moment now tell the king what he saw, but he needed to repeat exactly what these four cherubims said before the Lord. Wow. But that's not where I'm going to stay tonight. So let's go to the interpretation. That can divert my attention for a moment. Talk to me. Okay. As your majesty was lying there, your mind turned to things to come. And the revealer of mysteries showed you what is going to happen. So let's go step by step about what is going to happen. Don't forget that Daniel understands the literature now. He understands their literature. He understands their history. He says now, let me tell you what is going to happen. Because all that the king was looking for is what will happen. Yes, sir. What will become of my kingdom. Yes, sir. What the whole world is looking for now is the, the greatest reason why men walk is uncertainty of the future. The fear of the future is the beginning of hard work for a carnal man. That's why a carnal man does not give. Why does he load up money in his account and keep it there? Why? He's afraid of what could happen tomorrow. Yes, sir. And because of the fear of what could happen tomorrow, he gathers Babylon's resources, thinking that he wants to protect himself against Babylon, but Babylon is just holding it. Babylon says, you will soon die and I will own everything. And I will recycle what I own. So now, the interpretation. Let me tell you 
what would happen? Now listen to this carefully. This is where it gets interesting. Your majesty looked, and there before you stood a large statue. Every leader, born again or not, are visionaries. Your majesty looked, and you saw something that you don't know what it is. But let me tell you what it is. Go on. An enormous, dazzling statue, awesome in appearance. The head of the statue was made of pure gold. Its chest and arms of silver. Its belly and thighs of bronze. How many of you read your Bible through this year? The one we've done, just a few of you, yeah? Yeah? Yes. I bet when you got to this page, you just read it through. You just... You were doing, yeah, you just read it through. Let's, let's break it down tonight. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's so a statute. Listen now, please. Don't sleep now, sister. Because I wake her up. Help her. I didn't say they don't sleep. I said men sleep more than women. Okay, so you women should really go after her and say, you, you just disappointed our statistics. <laughs> what Nebuchadnezzar saw was a statute. Meaning, I've just started the word now. It is static. It is immovable. It doesn't move for anybody. People move to it. It's yes. a statute. Yes, sir. You saw a statute, but this is what the statutes look like. What does it look like? Quickly, Pastor. The head of the statue was made of pure gold. Number one, the head was pure gold. I want you to compare that to the head of Aaron. The head of this statute was pure gold. Don't forget that the head of Aaron is where the oil flows. But this one is the head of gold, pure gold. No hair, nothing, just gold. Uh-huh. Its chest and arms of silver. Uh-huh. Its belly and thighs of bronze. Okay. Its legs of iron. Its feet partly of iron. I need you to understand how majestic this statue is. At the Buckingham Palace, you will see the gold, I think, eagle or something. And it's not pure gold. This statue is pure gold. Yes, sir. How powerful this guy is. Now, listen to this. God said, the desire of the nations will come to him. He said, the gold and the silver is mine. Yes, sir. Yeah? Yes, sir. Keep that scripture in mind. It was the head of pure gold. What rules it, because it's the head, mm. what rules it is gold. Mm. The, the leadership of it is not brain. It's not leadership. Because head means leadership. Mm. The leadership of this nation's statute is gold. Okay. It's money. Okay. Okay. So whenever you see in scripture head, that's the leader. Yes, sir. The head of this statute is gold. Yes, sir. What leads them, what makes people walk in Canary Wharf is gold. Mm. The head of this old body is gold. But the head of the church is Christ. Mm. Okay. 
I've disconnected you now. No, sir. So, Christ is the head of the church, yes? Yes, sir. Then it gave some to be apostles. Hands, yes, feet, chest, legs. But we can't understand that if we don't understand these statutes. Because Babylon created in the, man, in the manner of Zion. So I said you are the body. You are the body of Christ. And Christ is the head. Not pity, Christ, right? So the head of that body for the world is gold. So the first thing God does in your life is to ask you the question, what is your head do? It's gold. Read on quickly. It's legs of iron. Yeah. It's feet partly of iron and partly of baked clay. clay. Yeah. While you were watching. Say that again. It's feet. It's legs of iron. Listen. It's legs was of iron and partly of wood. It's feet partly of iron and partly of baked clay. That's his feet. Huh? Yes, sir. So there's a mixture of iron and baked clay. Yes, sir. Okay. So when they were building the Tower of Babel, they used baked clay. And that's one of the reasons why God hated it because God's building must be built with stones. You don't put the bakery and the stuff of men in it. So the feet, the mobilization of this guy. That statute, what moves it, is partly iron and then baked clay, human power. It's how he had mobility. If you want to get to the head, you have to have a feet. It will be partly of iron. Iron signifies ash rulership. He's ruling with a fist. Iron fist. He's tough. He's a slave owner. You can work for him for 50 hours. He will still tax the hell into you. Take the most out and still beat. Are you listening to me? So, the way the world moves to gold is iron and baked cake um, clay processed for building all those buildings processed but with a fist of iron so research says that everyone who works for companies like HSBC and co if they pay you double now they will still have a lot of profit but now nah, they can't do it because the fit is iron fit and baked clay you don't bake Clay, you mold it. The moment you bake it, you remove Adamic nature from it because out of the clay of the earth, God. So the, the leg was not of clay, it was baked. Many people you will meet now are baked clay, rude with iron fists. You didn't hear what I just said. Baked by culture, baked, baked by whatever they've been through in life, baked. And what is ruling them is the iron. 
The only thing putting that clay together is the iron. So there is always, if you put iron and clay together, you still see the iron. You see clay molding somewhere, but you see iron. They can never be together. Let's see the end of this gold head. And then we're going to pray. Now, the gold head is still important because God said it is his. There's no mixing them together. You know what motivates you. It's in the structure of the heart. Talk to me. While you were watching, a rock was cut out, but not by human hands. It struck the statue on its feet. That's where I'm going. Now, when you get back home because of time tonight, you're going to have to go study rock yourself. But let me start with this. Peter, Jesus has said, who do people say I am? And Peter, you know, after all the long story, Peter said, you are Christ. And he looked at him, he said, you are Peter, but Jonah. Upon this rock, on this rock, so my question to God all day had been, what is the rock, Peter or the revelation? I was quickly told it's the revelation, but I beg to differ. Upon this rock, I will build a building. But let, we cannot understand that scripture until we read Daniel. Quickly, let's go on with Daniel. So Daniel saw a rock. Where would a rock be cut out from? A mountain. Are you with me tonight? So there is a mountain called Babylon. So Daniel interpreted in Babylonian language. Let me interpret in Zion language to Zionist. So Daniel, remember that what happened to Daniel was, it was part of the church. The articles were part of the church. They took them and added them to Babylon. A mountain called Babylon. Now, after they've joined that mountain, listen to this now. A hand cut out from the mountain a rock. Ah, huh? this rock, and we're gonna trace this rock tomorrow because when Moses was looking for the revelation of God, God said, You cannot see me, but I will hide you in the cleft. So I will put you in a division of the mountain. It is a rock. Now, when Moses also was going to give water to the children of Israel in the wilderness, he said, take the staff and point to the rock. Because if your staff and the rock communicates the rock will produce water the book of Psalm David will later tell us that in the rock there was honey in the rock there was oil in the rock there was water everything that man needs was inside that rock so I'm not surprised that a hand cut out what was added to the mountain he cut it out because it was given to it. 
Daniel is about to be cut out like a rock. But Daniel does not need the goat head. He needed Daniel as a rock. Because what is in the rock is more powerful than the goat head. Read what happened. A rock was cut out. It struck the statue. No, start from the cutting. While you were watching. Whilst you were watching. A rock was cut out. Whilst you are still watching Sparknation, a rock. Kaliata. It's been cut out. God says to tell you tonight, except there is a cutting out, there cannot be a smashing. You cannot not be cut out of that mountain. You were from that mountain. But then you were added to that mountain. Now it cuts you out. That's why you still look like the mountain. You didn't hear me. They wanted a job that looks different from the world. They said, you are from the mountain. You are still, if the mountains are black, you're still black. Because you were cut out. You were not produced differently. I added you to the mountain in order for the time that I will cut you out. Eh? Um. So God said the ant was, it cut out the mountain. You know why? Because it must not be that the hand of man will cut out that rock. So God says, let me display my power. He adds to, the, to Babylon and said, when I'm ready for the cutting out, I'll show you how powerful I am. But he allowed Nebuchadnezzar to be so powerful that he had built the gold head, a statute, a driving force for slavery. A rock was cut out. Uh -huh. A rock was cut out, yeah. but not by human hands. It's not by human hands. Listen to me, Spark Nation. Human hands will not build this house. So human agreement will not mean much because this rock cut out from this mountain called Babylon will smash the cold head. I don't like your response, you know. It was not cut out by human hands. It was cut out by divine hand. So if it's cut out by divine hands, you cannot tell what the shape is. You are the body of Christ too. They didn't get me, Lord. They're sleeping on me. I said, if the rock, what does the word do? It cuts us out. Uh, because it's sharper than two-edged sword. It's for cutting. So the word shapes you. The moment you are still in control of your shaping, it's not the word. So it is not God's hand that is cutting you out. Sometimes we use our own desire to cut ourselves out. It's not going to smash the good head. You can cut the, the Christian church today. It's cut out by religion. So it can't smash the good head. So you see the church constantly trying to overcome the world. God says, charity commission cuts you out. 
You can, it's by man. So you know what, what, what Babylon did? Babylon created regulation for the rock. And so every leading pastor, they take your rock, if you're not careful, and begin to shape it. So the God just bounces it away. Said, this one cannot smash me. Spark Nation, your anger in cold, your fighting spirit must remain this way because it is not the hand of man that cuts you out. It is the hand of God that cuts you out. Don't cut yourself out by your good credit. It's not going to smash. Credit will never smash the God head. Credit will worship the God head because it is the iron feet. You're not hearing me tonight, Joe. I said credit, and you should have a responsible one, but it is the baked. That's why it is not a universal law. It is baked clay and iron feasts. God has a better plan. It is in the rock. I just told you that's why it's not a universal law. There are people who operate without it. And they build better houses. They build better industries. But they are not relying on the baked clay. Their power is in the rock, not in the Godhead. God taught us to put faith in human hands. What to him that put his trust in flesh. Everything created in this realm is human creation. There is a dimension for people who do not dwell in this realm. People will know, oh my God, the place called unity and they can change the world. That's why you are called spark nation. That is the call of God over your life. God, let me tell you. Nobody will be richer than the other in this house. People may have more money than the other, but not richer. Because the riches of your brother is your riches. That's why God has not lifted you yet, because he knows your heart. He knows that this one all of a sudden, it will become wiser than everybody. Pastor Bayo said it. What if it doesn't make one person's debt everybody's debt? It cannot make one person's riches everybody's riches. A rock was cut out. It did not turn to the 12 disciples and said, upon this rock, it turned to Peter. It said, on this rock. You know where it started from? He said, what do these people say that I am? This rock. Thank you. What these people say I am? Quickly, let's finish this now. We've got to pray, right? While you were watching, a rock was cut out. In your face, a rock was being cut out. Listen to me, Spark Nation. Whatever we did from 2005 till 2016 is just foundation. But because it needs to cut out the rock whilst the kings are watching. 
You say, so no government has given you money. No, 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 no. It's cutting it out whilst the nations are watching. So once it got Nebuchadnezzar's attention, it began the cutting. So don't be afraid of anything because it is the one above that is cutting you. It is the one that is shaping this house. So I don't need your advice. I need the cutting. What is he going to say tonight? Today is making some more cuts. Whilst the nation is watching. He used all those crime things to get the attention of the nation. I said, watch. Not give, watch. You didn't hear what I just said. Not give, watch. Oh, with all the work you're doing, they should have given you 55 billion. That's how you people cut yourself out. This guy started receiving government funding to heal the streets. Satan will work against himself. Satan's system will begin to help itself. No, whilst you were watching, a hand cut out a rock. Listen, it needed your family to watch, but it's cutting you out. They need to watch. The kings are watching now. And we're just being cut out as if we don't care. A hand is cutting us out. A hand, a hand is creating our own kind of billionaires. That the world will have no impact in the cutting. Those are the only set of billionaires that can smash the gold head. Are you ready for the word tonight? God said, if I'm going to help you. I'm going to destroy everything that human hands cut out. So now, he's told me eight years ago, he said, now you might as well stop cutting because I would have to go through the process of destroying it and rehardening you. Most of our ladies are built by emotion, cut out. And most of our gentlemen are built by ego, cut out by human hands. So, the best that can make you is a fairly good Christian, not a nation smasher. Then when the rock was cut out, what happened? Uh-huh. Just read, don't worry. Uh-huh. The statue on its feet of iron. Huh? The first thing that the rock struck was defeat because that's what is the problem is this feet does not move but it moves all men it is this baked shalika you were sleeping right wait you slept the first thing is struck so all of a sudden it struck your baked baked clay and family began to turn against you because it doesn't make sense what you're doing. The rock smashed it. The iron feet smashed. Mobility smashed. Because when the rock is active, Aliata, Shalika Tuzamande, Ikaliata Liata. Are you listening to me tonight? Oh my God. 
The first thing he strokes is the feet. And all of a sudden, you are not mobile like the world anymore. This guy should be dreaming of buying a 10 million house, 10 million pound house cash, but he's busy with the baked clay and the feet of iron. He wants to build a mortgage system. And God says, no, when the rock comes, I'll strike down first so that there is no mobility for that iron gold head. People come to church and they still trust in chariots. Let me tell you the only reason why you're giving in this house. The number one reason is to take you out of social system. I was telling one of your mobilizers tonight, how can you tell me that a person is 20 and can't make it 170 a week? The only reason is simple. Social system. You don't need to pay for hospital. You don't need to pay for this. And if you can enjoy enough, you get a flat. And our parents stayed there. Iron feet and baked, baked clay. And they stayed there because something must propel you to want to have money. In Zion, it must be given. That's why people will come from Africa and push because they were not taught this system and become more prosperous than you, even though you have a red passport in your pocket and you're still broken down. How can this be? Because young people are not challenged to say you cannot not be able to give God hundreds of pounds a week. Why? Socialism took over your life became lazy kids relying on iron feet and baked clay socialism is a baked clay they baked it it's no longer human the reason why social system was created is to keep the poor happy so that they don't riot against the rich go and read history the reason why they built council flat is so that you don't disturb them on Kensington High Street. Oh my God, we're going to disturb everything. The reason why they built council flat is so that Pastor Sam will not live in Chisel House. So when you come there, they say, why? What are they doing here? Every goddamn person I repeat is going to be disturbed by the rock. In case social media didn't hear me, I just said, God damn. I'm a rock, you know. I was a spark nation, was not paid by human hands. I'm a rock.
sit down. Let me tell you something. Calm down. Let me tell you something. It's a rock nation. Can I show you where you came from? Because soon, people will tell you the only rock is Christ. Let me show you rock. Don't announce what I just read. Listen to me. Listen to me. You who pursue righteousness. You who pursue right standing with God. Uh-huh. And who seek the Lord. Who seek the Lord. Uh-huh. Look to the rock. Huh? That's Jesus, right? Wait. Look to the rock from what? From which you were cut. Hey, he cut the rock from the mountain. Then they began to cut rocks out of rocks. Look to the rock uh -huh. from which you were cut. Look to the rock, not the mountain anymore. Look to the rock from which you were healed. Uh -huh. And to the quarry from which you were you. And to the quarry from which you were healed. Uh -huh. Look to who? Look to Abraham. You won't understand Jesus if you can't look to Abraham. But even Jesus, given his illustration, would say, Before Abraham was, I am. But he needed to tell the Jewish nation, It is Abraham after the similitude of Abraham. And the scripture foreseen. Preach the gospel to Abraham, saying you. He said, that's the rock you were healed from. That's the gospel. Look to Abraham. Uh -huh. Look to Abraham, your father, uh -huh. and to Sarah, who gave you birth. Yeah. When I called him, he was only one man. the scripture. When I called him, it was only one man, but the number of people that traveled with him were many, but it was one man I was talking to. Talk to me. Forget the rock now. When Go back. Uh-uh. Pastor Dami, let's close now. It, it struck the statue on this its... rock struck the statue, uh-huh, on its feet of iron and clay. I thought it started from the head. It started from the feet of clay and iron. Destroyed the world system and their mobility, they couldn't move anymore. So they are going around the circle. Until the church, listen, the church has not manifested until its manifestation affects the economy. When Paul was preaching, I forgot the city. When Paul drove out the evil spirit, the guys who were in charge of the economy of that nation, they went bankrupt because Paul just chased out a demon. Yes, sir. 
Talk to me, Pastor. We've got to close. Come on. Yes, sir. It struck the statue on its feet of iron and clay uh -huh. and smashed them. It smashed them? Uh -huh. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were all broken to pieces. What was sustaining the head? The, the feet and the knee system. You are the one sustaining them. Your credit is what is sustaining them. It is not the God head. Nobody will do anything with the God head. It is, it is mobilization. The God head is just, if your feet is standing, you will get here one day. You're not getting there. Otherwise, the God head will just be a head on the ground. What is making it visible? Wow. The iron. So the world out there knows that if they don't rule with iron fists, they will not sustain the good head. It is our economy that is sustaining them. It is our division that is sustaining the world. It is our refusal to unify that is fueling the nations that they will rebel and say, it's not about my credit or anything, I rebel. That day they will begin to crash. Because in this rock there is oil. I know what you just thought. You are old enough now to think so. How will we survive with all this preaching now? How? You don't believe the Bible. How are you sure there is heaven? The interview yesterday, they kept asking salvation, salvation, life after death. I said, Have you been there? The preacher comes and says, Yeah. My own concern is life in heaven. Did you go there? Do you know? The proof of that is, is what here coming to pass. Then I can trust the one that I've not been to. Anyway, read on please. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze Go to the wind now. broke the, when they were smashed? The, the silver and the gold were all broken to pieces and became like chaff on the threshing floor in the summer. Yeah, that's what they were. They were all chaffs. What the world shows to intimidate you that makes people work their life out is chaff. The reason why we don't know it's chaff now is because there's no rock. Churches became structures instead of rock. So they exist in the nations and they've been contained industrial parks. And they put them in industrial park at the backside of the city. And you can't blame them, we can be nuisance. And your only nuisance if you can't produce anything that the world is producing. It has to be an interface. If you solve crime, we solve crime. So our office should be next to Scotland Yard. Why are you solving crime from, from, from Westminster and we want to solve it from that phone? No offense. Why are we doing that? If it were so important, we'll be next door. Oh, yes. oh my God. 
need you to understand why God wants to bless you. Otherwise, little money will trip you. Your headquarters will be next door. They'll say, this is Parliament. This is Scotland. Yeah. This is Park Nation. This is number 10. Simple. Because you're solving crime as much as they are, you're, solving, you're providing employment. That's what I need you to have faith for. That's why we mobilize that we mobilize. Anything lesser than that, you are going to the backside. What is we're using billboard? Billboard to advertise, come to church. You go and print one big stuff. The pastor stand there and say, come for healing. You they be mad. The greatest advert of God is man. We used to do that as well. Maybe not be, but God just refused to give us the money for it. We used to do TV. God said, stop doing this thing. You're only coming out with debt, and we did come out with debt. You have people whose journey has closed their life calling you for prayers. Mm. Their book in everyone has already. Finish this scripture. Let's pray. The wind swept them away without leaving a trace. But the rock that struck the statue became a huge mountain. Huh? It went back to being a mountain. This rock was cut out of a mountain, so it became little when it was cut out, but when the wind blew, it blew the chaff, called God head away, and it brought life into the rock, and the rock became a huge mountain. What did this mountain do? Became a huge mountain and, and filled the whole earth. This little rock because of the ruach, the life, the breath of God, became a huge mountain and it filled the whole earth. That is your destiny, Spark Nation. You didn't say amen, right? The wind blew on it and it became a huge mountain. Now, if time had permitted us, but not tonight, I will start from there tomorrow. And we get into Peter the rock. Guess what happened? This other mountain was gone. And the mountain that would occupy has to have employment in it as well. Everything the God has got, is going to have it. But it's not going to be baked clay. It is going to be a mountain. How did this mountain start? Nebuchadnezzar saw it. No wonder Daniel became so powerful. He was only telling him, this is a little rock. It will smash this gold head and it will become a big mountain. It's either you're on this journey or you are filling seat for the one that is coming. Not afraid of people. A person that God has not chosen will never choose a walk that God has chosen. Never. 
You may be filling the seat for somebody. I hope not. But this is the destiny. Dreams and interpretation. When this no longer belongs to you, when this is no longer our vision, please don't take an excuse to leave. Because this wind will blow you too. It doesn't matter if you once upon a time attended the rock. The rock remains a rock until it fills the whole earth as a big mountain. Are you ready to pray tonight? Yes, sir. Are you sure you're ready to pray tonight? Yes, sir. Number one, look at where God cut you out from, where he's cutting you out from, and the purpose of the cutting out. He did not cut out the church so that they can count numbers. He cut them out to smash the feet of iron and baked clay. That is why he cut them out. So that the Godhead can be destroyed and we can take the place of the Godhead and become a mighty mountain that will fill the whole earth. Rise on your feet and let's begin to worship.